I've always felt different. I've always seen things, but when I tried to express them as a child, I was always told to ignore it. There were people that I didn't know that came to me and said, I have this message that I keep getting that I have to deliver to you. All of a sudden, out of the shadows, a homeless man just jumped right in front of me, and he said, I'm a soul just like you. I love it. I wanted to understand the universe and who and what we are and what are we doing here. We're all part of this amazing soul wave tapping into each other. This was a major life changer. You are a light. You have helped me a ton. Thank you. You've given me the courage to live more from my soul. Millions of people are awakening. So wake up with Michelle Miche. Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality. The soul path of awakening. Understand what living awake is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, gang. Um, I had myself muted there. How's everybody doing? If you're new to the podcast, hi, welcome. I'm Michelle, and this is Awakenings with Michelle Mache. It's a great community of beings that are awakening, awake, living more and more awake, and definitely on a conscious soul path. Um, so anyway, I hope you find some insight and understanding here, as well as feel uplifted. Um, yeah, I hope you find what you need here and that you share and contribute by letting us know how you're doing, calling in, being in part in the chat, or just listening and doing what you will with it. Uh, speaking of calling in, if you want to call in, that number is 347-539-5122. That's 347-539-5122, and press 1 on the keypad. Uh, that gets you in the queue, 347-539-5122, and press 1 on the keypad. Yes, indeed. Okay, we've already got callers in. Hey, in the chat. I was doing other stuff, so I got kind of sidelined. Ah, preparing. Okay, 347-539-5122 is the number to call in. And, of course, you can ask questions via chat as well. So let's see what's going on today with the energies. Love to hear from people what you're going through, what's going on with you. Because we've got a lot of change happening, um, a lot of shifting, a lot of astro astrological shifts, a lot of energetic shifts, whatever, however you look at it. A lot going on with relationships. Um, I get that. And a lot of refining um, is going on. Have you no are you noticing that? So I just want to chat a little bit, then we're going to get to callers three four seven five three nine five one two two, and again press one on the keypad, letting me know that you want to get on air. You want to get. Let's see, what do we have here? Hey, Star Marie, hi in the chat. Zoe, hi. Good to see you guys here. So one of the things, um, and also I want to also keep us extending the invite to please subscribe to uh, Soul Insights and Tarot on YouTube as well as Awakenings with Michelle Mache on YouTube. And I have someone now helping me with the sound and getting things ready. Uh, actually, Grace, and uh, she's going to be, those of you that took our sound um, 
activation and transmission, you know about the key codes and all that. So she's going to be uh, jumping in, as well as guests, you know, previous guests that we've had on as well that are like FAM will be coming on. Um, also, Apollo and his Buddha laugh will be there as well. So anyway, I'm getting still getting the back end um, stuff kind of taken care of. But YouTube, love it if you would subscribe get the notifications, say hello in the comments, Soul Insights and Tarot, and also Awakenings with Michelle Mache. And of course, if you want to do a deeper dive into metaphysics, spirituality, all things esoteric, the shamanic, oh my God, we cover a lot in Patreon, dream therapy, whatever, you know, a lot of, we kind of have a set unfolding of what's going on with the, um, you know, soul path. But then we also have, you know, I respond a lot to questions um, and what people, you know, need to know. But one thing I want to really touch on today before we get to calls is that right now it's really a time to evaluate and reevaluate. And I know in the last few years we've been saying that a lot, but it's true because every stage of opening or awakening and whether it's shifting things in the external world, you know, everyday living, the beta world, whatever you want to call it, the mainstream world and what's going on in institutions and governments and social media and, and, and just what's going on with career and job and, you know, your everyday mundane stuff, the 3D world, there is also reflection by the law of correspondence to what's going on in, quote, unquote, the spirit realm or heavens or in the transmutation of energy for transformation. So you always, especially at this time, it's a very, you know, we're living in a very special time where there's a lot of shifting that not only we're a part of and it's happening to us, but it's also happening through us as us. And so part of that, to, be, to live consciously and to be a conscious creator is to pull back and assess and reassess and really check in. And, and that's a lot of actually what a spiritualist is or even a shaman in my shamanic training, you're taught to check in with yourself. Not, you know, yes, the the part that you can see that you know, taste, touch, that eats and walks and you know, needs clothes and food and this and that. Um, but also the energetic aspect of you, the part of you that is more within the subtle realm or subtle energy, and to begin to perceive the subtle energy shifts that are coming from you. And how do we do that? We do that by checking in. So it really is, um, it's, it's just a way of being, and in so many ways we're being asked to kind of allow more space and not have to overdo. You know, watch, and this is not coming from judgment, this is like just a, a note, a placeholder for you, a little note somewhere. Watch how you're managing. Now, we all go into a little bit of crisis mode sometimes, especially if we have a lot on our plate, and maybe you have a lot on your plate all the time. But begin to be aware, are you managing your life's energy, your life force animating energy, literally your spiritual energy, through substances or, or something that's bringing you up and then bringing you down, something that's balancing you out, right? Be very aware of what you're, how you are moving through your life because it it may be that you're missing something 
because you're not really in your own flow, your own personal flow. Okay? So what do I mean by that? I mean that when you're in your own personal flow, it's the right energetic pattern for you. Now, that doesn't, that doesn't mean that um, sometimes, you know, again, you have to do a little something to move forward or rest or help yourself heal or balance out. I get that. But if you're living from that space all the time, then you're not in alignment. And if you're not in alignment, you're, gonna, you're going to miss out on the messages from your soul, you know, the messages from are coming through the higher self from your soul, the guidance and in your spirit team. You're going to miss out on all that. So the best way to do that is to take a pause and to allow the space and either allow the space and not cram it up with other stuff or create the space. I find it interesting today because later on we have um, – and I'm going to ask her about this. Um, we have Star Hansen coming on that is a, does works with decluttering, and there is a big psychological component to clutter, or people not being able to let go or release things, you know, items. And I get it, sentimentality. I have that as well with my lovely Taurus moon and Scorpio in my chart. But when we hold on to too much, and the stuff, the matter, energy, space, and time, that matter and energy together, the congealed energy, which is matter, is too much, it's, it's a mental-emotional issue or problem. It's pointing to something else that's going on. Now, the same thing with something's too sparse. You want to be able to be comfortable. And I get it. People have different, you know, some people like things very clean. Some people like a lot of tchotchkes. But you really have to tune in or if you're overbuying or overacquiring. So I find that interesting that we're having her on today when we have Venus retrograde, which is all about value and love, about what we value and how we value. And it's about what we consider valuable. In traditional astrology, it's looked at as luxury, luxury items or big ticket items or diamonds or cars. But I find Venus also represents Love, connection, tenderness, tender feelings, uh, a vibe between two people or a group that's very Venusian in, in its art, in its music, in its food, right? It's the things that in balance really enhance our life, but out of balance, it's gluttonous. In relationships, it could be great relationships, soulmate, kindred spirits, but it can also be codependency, Right? And it's, it's, it's what we value, how we value, do we value ourselves, what do we value in our life, how do we love, how do we like to express love. And it really is the aesthetics, you know, it's Aphrodite, uh, Venus, Aphrodite. It is the aesthetics in the, in the world. It's, it's, it's Venusian, it's, it's, it's Libra, it's Taurus, so it's having nice things. But there's a balance. And so even look at having in your life right now, do you have things that don't have meaning? Or are you, even with people, do you kind of collect people and just have people so you don't have to be alone, right? Or are you overly going out? Or do you not go out enough? 
you know, are you overly indulgent with flu, uh, food and it's gluttonous? Or are you not allowing yourself some nice little treats or tasties or making yourself a nice meal? Now, why is this important? Because it, all of this shows us what we truly value in our life and what our value system is. And the more that we're aligned to our true value system, the more that we are aligned to, to our soul. Because our soul is very much, if you look at it even astrologically, yes, it's all signs, all planets, it's everything. Because it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a blueprint, you know, it's a, it's a wavelength, it's an energy, it's a force, it's our force field. But the soul in particular is magnetic, which is very Venusian, right? You know, the empress in the tarot. So it oper- it's electrical to some degree, but, the, but Venus very much operates on magnetism, charisma. But I mean magnetism in, in the highest form of being charismatic. And I mean being charismatic in the, in the world. So it's a very much about aesthetics the right way of putting things. Now, I find this very interesting because we live in this world, and mind you, I'm, I'm all for it. Have a little nip, a little tuck, a little Botox, a little filler, a little this, color your hair, whatever. But when it's taken too far, and you can see that things have been out of balance with the overdoing or overconsumption of things. And so why is this important? Because as we are next, this next level of awakening, and what is awakening? People say, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm getting awake. There's different levels of awakening, and some of you have heard me say this, in different aspects of life. Religious, you could have a spiritual awakening. There's an awakening in the economy, in the stock market. There's a political awakening. People are awakening to this fact. People are awakening to what's going on with the cabal or behind the scenes in government. People are awakening, yes. But the bottom line to all of it, which is where I play, that's my soul playground, this is where I like to be, is the soul awakening. It is the ego perception. It is the humanness awakening to the whole idea of a soul, that we have an individuated aspect of our being, even though we're all interconnected. And the more that we can align, without alienating people, but align to our individual flow, you hear it, follow your own drum. I mean, we've always heard it throughout the ages. The issue is that our society or most societies in the world, except for a few indigenous, um, do not focus on that part of the individual. They, they want people to be very vanilla, very homogenized, very one way is, is the only way, and this is, this, this is the way to success, or you have to look like this. You have to look a certain I mean, my God, in social media, I couldn't believe it. Now, if you have a, a, a big booty, big butt, fine, that's great. But the fact that it became a trend and, and, and being very curvy as it was a trend, and now it's going to be very skinny, and in fact, a lot of people are taking that Ozempic to make themselves more skinny, I'm just watching. I'm just going, this is interesting to me. People are not checking in with themselves and saying, is this me? Is this what I want? It's when it's the skinny phase, they don't want to be skinny, and or they put themselves down. It's the chunky, the curvy, or whatever, zoftic phase. If you don't look like that, then you're judging yourself. And I'm using this as a very light example but it could be beliefs. It could be your path to success, your path to happiness, what's going to bring you security. 
the soul says, check in with me, which is you. Check in with yourself because if you align to your soul and your soul path, whatever your circumstances that you're born into, you will have the most abundance, the most life enhancement. Whether you're living on the streets of Mumbai, in a hut, in a house, a mansion, a condo, a tiny home, an RV, whatever your soul, which is you, has picked, you, you will have your best life. And so the, the, what's, what's going to be dismantled is that striving, and you're going to see it because as the soul is coming in more and more and people are shifting vibrationally, a lot of people don't realize because a lot of people that I even work with are like, what the heck is going on? And I'm like, well, you're on this path now. You're on this ride, and this other part of you is, going to, is starting to come through. And it, I'm telling you, the soul, when it's nurtured, is very strong. It's, it's, it's a, it can be opinionated. It can get along with everybody and everything. I mean, especially if you're a starseed, you're, you're not in the extremes of polarity. You know, you, I mean, you have obviously likes and dislikes and preferences and notice things or, or can, you know, you can judge what's right for you. You know, not all judgment is bad. We have to be able to judge what's right for us or discern but you're starting to see beyond the illusion, beyond the game. Like, who made the rules anyway? The path to success. It may work for some people. You know, it's like multi-level marketing or those kinds of things. The people that do well on that are good in marketing. They're good in sales. It doesn't matter, uh, you know, whatever they're, whatever they're doing. And so other people try to, you know, oh, let me try this, you know, to get ahead, or let me try the secret, and I, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. But if it's not your thing, if it's not aligned to your particular personality on a soul level, it's not going to work or it's not going to last. So the manifestations that you're doing now that are most soul aligned are the ones that are going to are last and also they gain traction, energetic traction, that then you start attracting more and more what's in alignment to your soul, what brings more joy, more abundance, which, what, which is, what is more life enhancing. So it's going to get to the point that if you're trying to do things like other people, if you're consciously on a path especially, I mean eventually our whole world will change, but it's going to take a long time. I mean, the biggest changes we're probably going to see somewhere between 2040 and 2050. A little bit 2025 to 2030, but between 2045, I would say, to 2050, you know, there will be less of this. You know, people will be more separated out by different communities and different ways of living, basically. You know, different lifestyles, different ways of drawing in, magnetizing, creating, expressing. This is why right now it's also very important that you begin to know how you are, not who you are, because who you are is a spiritual being, your spirit and form, your consciousness made manifest. But the big question is how do you, and where do you want to express this? And so you're going to see more and more people kind of getting a parallel world, parallel economy, parallel organizations, parallel way of living, parallel apps, parallel banking. You're going to start seeing more of these parallel existencing existences to the mainstream world in a way that allows more the new emerging consciousness so that we can have more openings and more opportunities. 
more possibilities to choose from so that things actually become not just more individual to a per- one person or f- but individual to certain groups that have a certain ideology because that that's what also the the uh, Aquarian age brings in is awareness of the group because the lower end of, a, of the Aquarian age the, the low octave the less advanced brings cults brings in peer pressure, bullying, you got to do it our way or my way or this is the way to do it. You, we're seeing a lot of that now. But in the higher end, the Aquarian energy brings in individuality, uniqueness, and how do we have each other's individual uniqueness work together in harmony or cohesiveness. So there will be much more of an emphasis on particular groups and how they interact be the people around you that that you're probably going to find the most resonance may not one look like you and and most likely will have some kind of divergent idea about life It's, it's not about resonance is not about oh they believe exactly like me or they listen to everything i do or what i do the books or the classes or works no it's that there's enough resonance of where it's important to do something unified, to do something life-enhancing in the world, right? So that's why so, – and, and anybody that's successful knows this. A lot of times there's somebody that's very much into facts and figures, maybe doing accounting, you know, or a tax person, and, and, and they're helpful to the artists. Or that accountant is helpful to the artist, and that accountant may say, I have no interest in doing art. Or they, maybe they do art and music on the side, but they love numbers. Well, that person that doesn't think in terms of numbers, you know, except maybe the sphere, <laughs> the musical spheres of the universe, but maybe they're not good at bookkeeping or something. But there's somebody that loves bookkeeping or likes, loves helping organize. So you're going to see much more of that. You know, the born again, the Christian, the, the maybe even the, I don't know, the, the Mormon with the psychic, you know, with the spiritualist, the indigenous shaman, you know, uh, with the stockbroker, whatever. Because it's going to be a coming together, kind of a skill share. What do you have? What are you bringing individually within a group or, or certain groups? And what does that group bring to society? Right, so the reevaluation has to happen right now, so that we move into a space of understanding this and recognizing our own soul gifts, our talents, our abilities, and what we love to do, and how can we do that in service to a greater cause and have fun with it? You know, kind of keep it light. But but once you know yourself more, you can you feel more comfortable or confident of bringing that to others, bringing that out to others, and that's a big thing too that will be coming up more and more is people becoming more public, sharing more of themselves. Now, I saw this, I predicted this in the, I don't know, it was mid to late 90s when I was working with a lot of people in the TV and film industry, which I still do, studios. And I told them, I saw reality TV. Oh, that'll never happen. There was a writer's strike. I said, no. It's, I even did a project called Real Stories, Real People. And it didn't get picked up, but a few years later on a cable network, they had a, the tagline was, 
uh, I had real stories, real people. They had real people, real stories. So that's what I look at as a psychic channel, as a trance and co- channel and conscious channel. I, I look for those confirmations. I get those hits, but then I look for where they're at. And look where reality TV is right now. Look where that that is. Look at it's 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 interfaced with, you know, YouTube, or Rumble, Odyssey, BitChute. It's it's interfaced. So it's going to be more about the everyday person, just like trading, stock trading happened in that way, where individual everyday people were like, I can do this too. That was never heard of. That was another thing I predicted when I was working with stock traders. And they laughed at me. They said, there's no way that people will be able to trade online with computers because it won't be as accurate and everyday people don't know what they're doing and they won't be able to make money at it. And I said, well, I see it coming and I see everyday people. And what happened? A year or two later, you saw all these E-Trade, Ameritrade, all this online. So that me that's the soul. The soul wants to play, wants to be in the game. It does. It doesn't want to say only this is good for a small amount of people. It's it. The, your soul says, hey, I like that. Let me try it. Okay, that's fun. I'll stay with that. I won't do this. But the narrative before in the more unevolved aspect of the Piscean age, um, and really since the beginning of time, has been that there's only been certain things for those that are elite or that are born into a certain group or to a certain family. And that has been the game or the narrative. And part of that has been because other people haven't wanted to step up because with that, with that level of play in the universe and in the world and worldly things comes a level of responsibility. Because when you have power or you're empowered, and it's not always about money, you have responsibility. You see things. You know things. And so there's going to be a step up, like get in the game, play the game. What is the game that you want to play on the soul playground? What do you want to do? That's the thing to ask yourself. It's not only for certain people or certain age or you look a certain way or you wear a certain clothing or you went to a certain school. All that is going to be going more and more and more and more by the wayside. We're, we are opening up to this new emergent consciousness for the, creating that new paradigm, and it's based on creatives, creative energy, self-expression. Really, the highest form of that is play. When you look at children, they're very high vibrational when they're playing. You know, one of my teachers, Muktananda, called it the play of consciousness. It's also called the spirit of play or the play of spirit. It is the play of consciousness. So we get to update our roles and to have many roles. So to do that, you have to really kind of look within and go, okay, and evaluate and go, where have I been playing small? You know, or where have I wanted to try something or not do something? You know, and again, for the now, there's going to be things that we don't like doing that that are required, you know, on the 3D level. But but that's going to also lessen, you know. So really notice, you know, if they're shifting in relationships or relationships are breaking down or new relationships are coming in, it's because your vibrational frequency is changing. You're getting more soul aligned. And when, whenever we go into a new level, a new phase of soul expression and soul experience, our consciousness shifts. There is a new version of us that emerges from the soul 
And if you look back in your life, you will notice at key points in your life that there was a different part of you that came through very strongly. And we're at that such time right now in this part of that soul awakening. All right, gangy, let's get to callers. Callers, questions. Hey, Jackie. Hello, hello. Hi there. Good to see you. All right, let's get to callers. Let's see who's on. Hi, you're on air. Hello. Speaking of Jackie, it's me. Oh, it's Jackie. <laughs> Jackie. I know. I You're fine. Think of me. <laughs> no, no. I just, well, we had a session wanted, yesterday. It was great. That was, we that was did. good. And that's why I called mostly. I just wanted to thank you so much. I am so much lighter. I had a, I did have a conversation with my oh. friend, and it went very smoothly, and it it was positive it was fine and um i feel very free because i felt very confused and overwhelmed um and just mm-hmm. was like what am i going to do um uh, for those people listening i'm doing something with one of my friends and it seemed like she didn't want to push it to the next level so now i am we're still going to be doing that podcast but i'm going to be i am going to branch out and do something on my own um as well good. and i feel really good excited about it so Thank you. That's the best way. Yeah. You know, I do that, and that's one of the things, I think it was around 2011, 2010, 2011, the the guides and the spiritual hierarchy and the oversouls were saying in what's coming up is making sure people have their own thing, even with Mm -hmm. collaborating with others. You know, back in the day, it'd be like, okay, we're doing this project. Everything goes into that. So you want to have either three to five, really, three to five, things that you're doing, sources of income, revenue, or mm-hmm. or options or possibilities or jobs or career, whatever, um, because very often one will wind out or another two, one will could be more key, but that's great that you're going to have your own thing and then still collaborate with her. Yeah. That's that's yeah, the best of both worlds. So much better. Yes. And Good. even before I went to bed last night, I said, can I get some clarity? And I woke up just feeling much better even before I spoke to her and much lighter and it's, so I'm very excited. Um, there was a second thing now, I don't remember. Oh, I, when I saw the person, the guest coming on, I got, I was like, can she come to my house and declutter and like whisper to my husband's clutter? Like, I really, do you have um, a question for her about clutter? She may take uh, questions. I don't know. I'll see. Uh, I, yeah, he. I. I don't even know where I'd start. I mean, he's, how to get your partner to unclutter? <laughs> That's a good. One. Yeah, and I know. I know there is emotional, and I know all that. I'm yeah. trying to be very patient. Um, yeah, and I've been meaning to say this when I've called in before. I think I've told you I really have this affinity and place in my heart for Maria, and I just wanted to give her a little virtual hug because oh, I think she just touches my heart. And we share the same birthday. And I just love her. I just want to send her love if she's listening. So that was really my, I think Maria, that was my do you thing. hear that? Escuche. <laughs> <laughs> amore. Because she's, she's Italian. Yeah. Not, but it's a similar, similar language. Amore, no, amore. Yeah. Oh, Jack, thank you. That's such good news. I'm glad that you did that. That's so you can be light and have fun with it with her and then also do your own thing. That's great. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Big hug. Bye. Me too. Bye. Bye. 
Hi, you're on air. Hello. Hello. Okay, I'll come. Oh, Maria. Jackie, she's yes. on air. Maria, yes. did you hear one of the callers said she loves you and hello? Yes, I love you too. Jackie, do you hear that? Yeah, she's still on. She's still um, listening. Here. Why is she still? She's still listening. Jackie. Oh, I'm here. Yeah, that is still. There's Maria. Maria is on air. <laughs> I know. Yes. I'm on with you now. <laughs> oh, Maria. Hello. We love you. So both of you. <laughs> you also remind me of what was that? We have the same birthday, and you remind me of my nonna. Something about you. She did not have your accent, but there's just something about you that reminds me of her. Uh, maybe so. it's in there. Oh, love what was it. that? Oh. <laughs> Thank you, Michelle. <laughs> You're welcome. Bye. <laughs> okay, Maria. Hello. Welcome back. So, Maria. you give a message to me or one of me? Because it's I'm for a- you. I'm in a mess oh, up at no. my house. Mm-hmm. When I tell you about the roof, about the water, still I can find no lawyer. And still, I don't know, I got more water coming down. And nobody come and do about the panel. Nobody come in and take away the panel. The company, the panel, they don't want to listen. And my children said they call it and not even answer. I don't know what to do. I was supposed to go in Italy. I don't know if I can go anymore. You'll so go. Can... You'll still be able to go. Can your daughter call the um, the management company? You call the management company? If you can't call it, my daughter call it, they, you think they're going to listen to did did she call them already? No. No. No, she needs to call. I mean, I hate to say it, I would do a letter, I would do an e- I would call, I would do an email to them and I would call. I don't know if you have a friend that's an attorney or can write or sometimes even a le- uh, what do you call it? Paralegal so that it's on legal letterhead because they charge less money, a paralegal. But a lot of times, you know, people respond when there is, um, you know, legal representation helping you. I know. I do. I do see you get. Is it behind the refrigerator? What's behind the refrigerator? Uh, the refrigerator. Uh, I got to give it away. Yeah. I got to it up. Oh, oh, yeah. in every day. I see you. Yeah, there's something wrong with the refrigerator or something with the fridge. They're doing something with the refrigerator. I see because I, I do see some men coming with a little, what is it, dolly or little push. I do see the refrigerator gone and another one. So that's going to be a repair that you need to do. No, I'll um, give it away. I'm going oh, to give it away. it away. Okay, that's what. Uh, okay, yeah. Okay, so I do see that happening. I do see those workmen in there getting the taking the refrigerator, like I said. I do feel you will get the – but I don't know. You might have to have legal or paralegal. You might have to have somebody help you. Um, 
first I would just call and I would write. I would also do an email or write a letter. You know, you could do a um, certified letter that shows that they received the letter. But you ha- you're going to have to get a little stronger with them to get it fixed right. is what I'm hearing. Okay? I think I'll let her write from my daughter. What do you think? Yeah. Let her, then, yeah. She can do it. About finance. Right. You see me anything in finance? Because if we go in Italy, I need the money. I do see you going to Italy. I do. So, you know, whether that's you putting money aside, I don't know. But I do see you going to Italy. I still uh-huh. do. All right, uh-huh. so Maria, uh-huh. big hug. Lots of love. Bye. Me too. Me too. I'm sorry about you. Me too. I love you no. very much. Accomplish. Lots of love. Okay, Accomplish. say hi to your daughter. Bye. Thank you. Hi, you're on air. Hello. Hi. Hi, you're on air. Um, What's your oh, first hi. name? Natasha. I have a question. I have a question about an upcoming meeting that I have with an mm-hmm. estranged partner, and I was just wondering if you could tune in to the energy with that, if it can okay. be harmonious, or if there's per- anything I could do. Okay. Thank you. Well, there's a lot of anxiety on both parts about it. Oh really? Uh, okay. I feel very yeah. very nervous about it, and I've been yeah, working that's what on I my mean, energy. Nervous. I think they are too. Well, it is yours too, but I feel now I do feel a little bit like they're wondering what you want. Did did you reach out? Um, I I did, and he actually yeah. responded because we were not talking for that's like I, yeah. over a year, and and so yeah, surprisingly he did. So I, I was just wondering the energy about it if I. If it's going to happen, well, he's wondering kind of what you want. I do feel him open, but I feel I feel a little I feel nervousness, anxiety, and then I feel okay. on his. I feel like you reached out, which you just confirmed that that's what happened, and then I feel like some space from him, like he backed away or left or something. There's a distance. He's a little anxious, oh. a little nervous, maybe a little curious also as to what's going to go on or what's the conversation. Um, okay. Now, it does show you trying to get to get – You could it could go back and forth a little bit before you end up either talking or seeing each other. Um, let's see, it's supposed to be tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow. Okay. Were you going back and forth yeah. with scheduling? That's what, okay. That's what uh, I'm picking well, up. I haven't heard. I haven't heard from him. I just assumed it was still on. There's just a lot of anxiety around it, so I'm I'm not yeah. so much of a clear channel for this because I'm so close. Close to so it. Yeah. I just like to have well, a harmonious resolution. Well, it's just saying resolution. keep it light. Yeah. It just says think of it light. It does show communication. It, does, it shows kind of lightness back and forth. Um, if you know, there's a lot of Jupiter, Neptune energy in this connection, and and Gemini, uh, Sagittarius, Gemini, Jupiter, Neptune. So it's saying kind of keep it light. I feel like more than anything, he's kind of curious. He's wondered what you're doing or what you've been doing or thinking about. So it just says just to be open, positive. Um, keep your options open. Keep it light. There's going to be some kind of communication, some kind of discourse. It's showing. Um, Okay. And that's what I'm getting from it. Yeah. All right, Natasha. Okay, that's... Good luck. Have fun. Thank with you it. very much. You're okay. Welcome. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Hi, you're on air. Hello. 
Unmuted. Oh, hi. You're Hello. Hi. Hi. What's your first, <laughs> hi. <laughs> What's your first name? <laughs> Thank you. You have lovely energy. It's Catherine, and I so appreciate all the wonderful topics you cover in your intro. It's so enlightening. I just want to thank you for that, firstly. Yeah. Thank you so yeah. much. Yeah, it's just much gratitude. Um, my my question is, you kind of touched on this, too, in your intro. I do have a lot of projects going on, and I was wondering, please, um, if you think I should start, um, like, I usually write my projects. I wonder if you see me, like, um, directing them as well. I tried in the past, but I didn't have much collaboration. You know, I was very new. Um, or if I should just write and see if somebody will try to buy them, anything like that. Now, here's the thing, Catherine. I do see you. Do, okay, yeah, it is showing a little bit of a limitation with the directing. However, I do see you writing and directing a project because I, it could even be a short or something a bit different than what you normally do because your higher self is saying you want to move in a in a different a little bit I don't know it's like an expansion a little bit of a different direction um uh-huh. but you have to start doing some of the stuff on your own and showing um it feels like on spec I think there's going to be a project that you're looking for funding um yeah. or maybe is that true? I feel, I feel like there's something that you do that there's going to require some funding or you're going to get some funding for it. Um, there's um, one I'm doing with a partner. Um, okay. Maybe that one or one that I do like to help other artists that um, for this year it ended, but I'm going to do it again next year. Okay, is there some kind of group, though? I don't know if it's a class or an organization. There's something with a group mm-hmm. where you're, yeah, you're going to go in a little, somehow I feel you're going to be a bit more um, also in front of the camera, I want to say. Now, I don't know if this is oh, videos. I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, or you're a PSA or you're advertising something. It, it's almost like you're a part of this group that helps others. There's a couple things I see with you. First of all, I definitely do see you directing. Most of it's going to be writing for now, but I do see there's going to be some kind of project that you write and direct. Then I also yeah. see you involved in some kind of organization that that gets funding or gives you funding for some project that you're doing. Maybe you're bringing in new talent or you're helping them. Like a, like, It almost seems like a workshop kind of thing. And uh, yeah, so you need to step more into that because what I see with you is you need to network more, like taking your gifts out into the community. Then you're going to connect with, I feel, some very influential and quite creative artistic people. So lend yeah. your services out because... Yeah, because there's some amazing people that you're going to connect with by doing that. Wow. I was thinking of starting like a troupe where just people get together on a weekend and bring something to life type thing. That's Um, a a good part, too. Start with that then. If you're getting that message, start there. It'll evolve. 
because I see it evolving, but but definitely start there. So you're getting the message already from your higher self. Wow. Your soul. All right, sweetie, keep us posted. Oh, it's very fun and exciting, and it looks like a new area of expansion for you. Thank you. Thank you so much. God bless you. Thank you. Made my day. Thank you. Thank you. Much love. Much love. Thank you. Hi, you're on air. Hello. 805, I'll come back to you. Hello. I'll come back to you. Hello. Hi, you're on air. Hi, this is. Hi, this is Star. I think I called in too early. Oh, hi, Star. Welcome. <laughs> you did. Let hi. me get this other caller. But we already have yeah. A, a yeah a question for you from somebody that called I, in, and I think they're still listening Jackie, by phone. I heard I was, I was so excited. I'm here whenever you're ready for me. Oh, perfect. Okay, that's great. Yeah, I actually have a different number for you, too. Okay, that's why. I did. Okay, cool. Hold on. We're going to get to another caller and then... Um, yeah, get to get to you because uh, she's still listening by phone. Okay, I'll talk to you in a minute, Star. Thanks. Uh huh. Okay, let's see. Here we go. Hi, you're on air. Hi, Michelle. Hi. To uh, whom am I, I speaking with? Who's this? Who's this? I, I couldn't hear you. What is it? I said this is Syra, Sadie's daughter. Hey, Syra. Oh, hey. Hi. Hi. Welcome. Um, thank you. I'm excited to be here. Um, I recently um, lost my cat, and I wasn't sure if you might be able to tell me, like, I don't know, I guess I'm just kind of looking for some closure if she's still around or if someone else has her or if something got her or kind of. Yeah. Um, those usually take a little more energy. I'll try to track. Um, now, do you have more than one cat? I do. Because that's. Okay, because I see two cats. I see a darker cat around you, yeah. uh, possibly, okay, and then I see one that's lighter, maybe with a little gray or stripey or something, and kind of thin. Is that another cat around you? Yeah, that's um, my other cat, Pipsqueak, and then the one that's missing, she's a little calico. Mm. Okay, I'm seeing the darker one around I almost feel like she's lost and could come back. I, I feel scraggly somehow. How, uh-huh. how long has she been gone? Um, about three weeks now. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know. I don't feel – here's the thing. I still see two cats around you, but I'm wondering if you're getting another one. I'm not sure mm-hmm. about – because the other one I'm seeing very emaciated, yeah, you know, very thin. So now that you say three weeks, that's why I'm saying scraggly coming back. So I don't know. And she feels lost. Okay. It may be at this moment, because right now I'm not feeling um, – do you have a lot of open land by you or something? Is there a lot of open land? Yeah, very much. So. Yeah. So – I almost get on the way back something could happen because I, I'm not getting right now like visually when I tune in remote view I'm seeing the, the two another cat there um, mm-hmm. the dark one 
Yeah. I think you're going to have to release. I really do. I hate to say that. But I, I almost feel like she tried to get back or was trying to get back. Yeah. I feel a lot of open land, and then I see like a highway. Something spooked her. Something scared her mm-hmm. to, to, to run because I see her, you know, running. So I don't know if that yeah. was near your house or when she got out. Um, that's kind of what I'm getting. So I feel like you're picking something up of, of what's coming, may not be there yet, but is coming is what I'm hearing. You're okay. kind of getting prepared. Oh. Oh, I appreciate it. You're welcome. I'm so sorry. How did she get out, by the way? She's an, she's indoor outdoor, but she normally comes back around and then kind of these last weeks we were wondering where she's been and then just kind of never came back. <laughs> okay. Well, she's a little wanderer. I don't know if she wandered before. Cause I don't see her okay. just staying in the backyard. Yeah. Do you know if she's ever wandered before? Yeah, she'll normally kind of go out and explore a little bit and then kind of come back around in a couple days or kind of hangs out maybe in the neighbor's yard more. Yeah, that's my concern is coming back because I think she wandered a bit further. You know, sometimes there's amazing, if you get a chance, amazing video on YouTube about cats. Mm-hmm. I saw one time, I was so fascinated, the, how much square footage they cover and and there oh. was this one did you ever see that one? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It was so crazy. They, I was like, wow. Yeah, they put little cameras on them. And I remember this <laughs> one couple saying, Oh, she just stays out and just suns herself. She doesn't track and when they tracked her her, him, whatever, she crossed a big highway, she went and chatted with oh. the cafe in the city. She was like 50 square miles around, and they're like, oh, my God, we had no idea. We thought she was just laying in the backyard sunning. Oh, so, that's Right? Oh, my God. It was, it was fascinating. It's, yeah. Anyway, let us know. Keep us posted. You know, um, I'm so sorry. That's just such a horrible thing when you – I had that happen once, uh, one place where I lived, and in the hills, and, Yeah. You just always kind of wonder, you know? Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you, All right, Cyrus. You're welcome. Big hug. Bye. Big hug. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, time for our awakening conversation. Uh, We have Star Hansen, who is a clutter whisperer. I know a lot of you, some of you had questions for her. Oh, thank you. Jackie Brad, I hope her cat comes back. Yeah, prayers for her cat. Uh, anyway, we have Star Hansen here. What? Why the F? Da, 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 da. Am I still unorganized? That's a big question a lot of people ask themselves. <laughs> hey, Star, welcome. Hey, Michelle, how are you? I'm doing great. Um, well, definitely want to know how you got into doing this and your um, – thoughts of decluttering and organization. I, I was saying at the top of the program, I was sharing that you were going to be coming on, and I was like, you know, as a trans person psychologist and a hypnotherapist, we always look, there. that's one of the 
you know, questions is how's your space, or if I'm working with art, how's your workspace? Uh, you know, then that's saying cluttered, you know, cluttered house, cluttered mind, you know. So there's definitely this component, yet it's so hard for so many people to declutter um, whatever that means. You know what I mean? It's like either get rid of things or organize things. It can be quite a challenging, uh, it's almost like stuff just accumulates. Yes. Well, and I am... When I first started my business, I was known as the spiritual organizer because I've never done it left hemisphere based. I have always ah. been about the deeper meaning, about what. So I got into this because spirit oh, told me cool. to do so, and I do what spirit tells me to do. So I oh, was I in this phase that. where I, yeah, I was in this phase of my life. I was acting in LA, and I just I was booking work, but just not loving it. And and I just said, what What am I on this planet to do? And they just kept repeating, "You're a healer." And this career just Whoa. felt like it materialized out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, it was really, it was like very accidental and magical. It's been 20 years that I've been doing this. And so my stance of organizing is it is never about the stuff. Like, you know, if we believe, which I know I know you're on the same yeah. page, it's like we're all one. So that stuff is an extension of you. You are talking to yourself through your physical objects. And so this is why I talk about shame-free organizing because, <laughs> yeah, because it's like, well, you're trying to help yourself, and we need to tap into what your higher self is trying to communicate through your physical objects. Yeah. Oh, my God, i got goosebumps all over Star. Yeah, <laughs> so we really need, especially right now with Venus retrograde and this whole evaluation, reevaluation, and, our, and Venus is very much about our, what we val- our stuff, you know, what we value yeah. in our stuff as well as love and how we want to be loved. Oh. And I find right now, I want to get your take on this because, well, two things. I find right now, I've been getting rid of a, a lot of stuff. You know, I'm not a pack racky, but every now and then I get rid of just stuff that I'm not using. Um, you know, I give it away. I find that a lot of times when we're going to go through a next big level or step of, of some sort spiritually or a soul or expansion, that there is this usually from our higher self, right, wants us to get rid of stuff or reorganize or do something. And I kind of, I, I always liken it to like when you're pregnant, you're nesting, you know, like you're just preparing. What are your thoughts on that, on, on, on the verses like having not reorganizing or organizing or decluttering or, or, or with stuff when you are, about, either you're making big changes or you're about to? Do you see any correlation with that? At all? Hugely. Oh, hugely. I mean, even for myself, I remember I was when I first started working on my book, I took three weeks off to write, and the first week and a half, I painted my office and reorganized furniture. And it wasn't because I was being a dilettante or avoiding the task at hand. It's because I required a shift of energy to do the work I was going to do. And our mm. world often shames people like, oh, you sh- are you avoiding? Are you, you know, you know, distracting yourself? And and for my money, you're not. Like, we just haven't learned to trust ourselves enough. We haven't leaned in and said, you know, maybe that needs to be done first because something higher is calling to me and my energy needs to shift. So for me, yes. And it's sometimes we shift the space and then take the action. Sometimes we have to take the action and then shift the space. And when I work with people, I do it in all different orders. You know, there are people who, when I work with them, I make them decorate first. 
because even mm-hmm. though it seems like a carrot they should get when they're done, some people need it first because they need the shift of the energy. Yeah, now that's very interesting. I, sometimes, I agree with you. Sometimes you have to just get going and doing something physical. Yeah. And you're saying that that then starts shifting the energy. I, I, I find that too. Now you're kind of explaining that because sometimes I just need to start moving around to see what I yeah. need to do. If yeah, I try to think about people, it, I get overwhelmed <laughs> sometimes. Right. Yeah. And, then, and then for other people or in other times, we need to just be present. Like there, I remember I was organizing my closet a couple years ago, and I would just go stand in my room and stare at my closet. I wasn't really having any major thought. I just was being in the presence of the closet and tracking and just being open to it. And I mean, I would do this like maybe I did this seven times before. And then one day I was like, yeah, it's go time. And I literally like uprooted and complete, completely transformed that closet in three hours because I had been present to what it was asking. I was like aligning with it energetically. I was being present to it. Sometimes we need the action. Sometimes we need the silence and stillness and just to, to vibrationally align. Mm. So how do you t- help people to um, know what to do, which, like which approach yeah, well, is right for them? Yeah, so we have to be a little playful because the world of clutter is very triggering, right? It's like mm-hmm. if you've got clutter, you might have a lot of beliefs about yourself or you might have been given a lot of beliefs about yourself. If someone you love has clutter, you might have some feelings about them. And so we have to really get to a playful place. So I do it in a few different ways. So I'm always trying to explore what's happening within the clutter. So my take is, you know, I want you starting to take action in some small, meaningful way because we need some wins. But the Mm -hmm. two main questions I always want to know is, where is your clutter and what is your clutter? Because I have never seen anyone who has recurring clutter have that clutter be benign and not meaningful in some way. So what I'm on the hunt for is what that clutter is doing to help you. And the where mm. will tell you what area of your life that, you know, that, that challenge is being activated in. And the what is telling you what it's doing. So I will always kind of dig in more and just, you know, get curious. I always tell people we have to start with curiosity instead of judgment. Oh, I like that. Oh, I like that a lot. Start with <laughs> I think I'm going to, I'm going to, Post that and attribute you. Um, oh, start with curiosity you. and not yeah, and not yeah. judgment. Um, we have a question in the chat. Do clothes count as physical objects? But of course they do. Yes, very much. So. I mean, <laughs> the, and I will out myself. I've been listening this whole time, and I was listening to you talk about. But I'm so I'm a triple Libra. So this whole Venus and retrograde thing hits yeah hits me real I'm good. I'm Libra rising yep. and Libra. Uh, North Node. Ooh, so, it's a lot right now for us Libras. We got a lot going. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The the only item I have that I would consider clutter. You know, there's some organizers who come to organizing because they've struggled with clutter themselves. I came mm-hmm. to it because it was where I was directed by spirit. But the only item that I have that I feel a like an incongruency with is clothing, and it's because of my own spiritual journey with my body and fluctuating weight and, you know, like feeling like I need to be, you know, it's almost like because I have so much air, it's almost like I have so much need for grounding and my body allows for that space of heavy grounding. And I'm 
working on healing it. And so for sure, clothes, and not even just is it a form of clutter, hands down for most women it's a form of clutter because there is such a struggle with our body and our identity. Even if you have just a rocking body, who you are at 19, then 28, then 54, then 62, right? It's like we go through and like so many transitions. Like we are, like right now I'm 44. I'm in a more like becoming invisible stage and where I am getting all that juicy energy back from. I know. (laughs) Well, I'm feeling it. It's like the psychic in me. I can feel. But you know what it is? It's like instead of me being sad and feeling like that's true, what I feel like I'm doing is I'm reclaiming myself because the yeah. first four decades were about, do you like how I look? Am I good for you? Right. Do I make you feel the way you need? And now I'm like, I don't care. Like, this is yeah. for me. And it's Just a reclaiming do. of my energy. Yeah. Like, who am I? What do I want? Yeah. How do I want to move and dress? And so it's for sure, it's diff- you know, clutter. Is, I remember about yeah. 10 years ago, I gave uh, one of my assistants I had bought, and a lot of it was new. Uh, one day I just looked at some of the stuff I had, and I just, it, my body went, mm-mm. And I yeah. gave her the clothes, no. and she's like, oh, you could still wear, oh, you're still, it's so cute. Are you sure? I said, no, someday the frill and the crop goes, the crop top goes. It's that yeah. fine now. You know, it's like, it's well, a little too high of a crop in the back. No, it, it, my body is just going, mm-mm. It's, it, it was so interesting vibrationally. It just, it, well, and, and it was almost like if I put it beans. on, I would yeah, I would be like 14 again. I mean, it was that incongruent. Yes. It was like, no, no, no. Yeah, it's like um, the business suit that we bought because we thought we needed it to look mature enough to speak in front of that oh audience, but we always I hated did, oh it. My God. It was like star. I yeah. did that once. <laughs> Working with stockbrokers and traders, I look back at these pictures, and I'm like, oh, my God, Michelle, that was so not you. I mean, oh, my God. It was just really... Bless you. I love you, Michelle. You did that. But you know what I mean? But then yeah, it's like, yeah. it was right. And, and it was certainly after that, like, I'm not doing that anymore. I just, you know, went kind of just in my own vibe of how I am. But so this is interesting. So what um, I love how your approach to this, because I feel like we sometimes, whether it's the physical body or physical possessions, and, and I look at material possessions, they are part of our soul, soul expression. They, they're aspects of us to some degree. But we kind of always skip over that, you know, like, uh, yeah. that, that, that doesn't matter. Well and, well, and get this too, right? So we look at our body as the home of our soul, right? At least the, mm-hmm. the part of it that's here on planet Earth, right? We look at the house as the home of our body and soul, right? So it's like, it's mm-hmm. just a larger extension. Like, it's it's just a continuation of what's happening inside. It's the same, you know, right. and we're we're being imprinted every day by what we keep around us. Like, I always say, it's kind of like brainwashing ourselves. You can, like, ignite your life with or infuse your life with whatever it is that you want by what you keep around you. And so it's this very cool thing that we can, like, kind of program ourselves by what we keep around us. But then we mm. also have an impact on our spaces. Like you walk into someone's home and cluttered or not, like you can feel when you're like in a house that feels good. Like, ooh, like I have a client who yes. is amazing and she's a maximalist. She did not hire me to pare her down to minimalism. She said, just make all the things I love fit. And so we were, you know, <laughs> like making it fit within an inch of her life. And 
that felt so beautiful. And yet someone else might have walked in and been like, ooh, why do you have some, you know, there might have been an opinion, but you can feel the infusion of, of who we are in our physical spaces. Yeah. And that's such a beautiful thing. Yeah, I so agree. Now, do you, obviously you do this in person, but can you do this via Zoom or have somebody help somebody right. at a distance? Oh, it's my favorite. So right before COVID, <laughs> I love my intuition okay. and my like spirit connection. Um, right before COVID, I got the spirit hit of launching an online membership, bringing all my teachings online, and then leaving the state that I was in. And I did that. I completed that one month before COVID. So now I have um, what's called the Chaos to Calm Organizing Community, which, by the way, I love that you have the soul playground because we do what's called the organizing playground where we get together and we organize mm. together. So I felt so oh, cool. when I saw that. Yeah. And I do private coaching one-on-one and I thought, you know, what's interesting is because I was, I've been doing this for 20 years. And so, you know, I had like a decade and a half at least in person. And I, at the time I was like, this is so powerful to be there and, and help them change. And it was, it was great. It is great. But I'm the one yielding that or um, wielding that change I'm the one who's you know bringing it but when I work with people virtually the transformations are insanely good because they are people are meeting themselves in a way that they wouldn't have yeah. if I was standing by their side oh so my god yes, like virtual virtual coaching virtual membership classes online like I am all about that because I stop being your crutch and I start yeah. being your north star you know what direction to walk, but you are the one who's walking and planning your route. And, and what that does is instead of you feeling like you need me for the rest of your life, you are learning how to trust yourself. And I'm here for that. That's all I'm here for. Oh, my God, Star. Okay, another synchronicity. I, I Probably 20 years now. I started doing that and when my guide said you won't – I started working by phone, phone and, and video with some um, – in the beginning, I got a little pushback, but then I, what I realized was there's much more when you work. Not, and I'm not saying, oh, it's always bad, but a lot of times when people go someplace in person, that p- place that they're going has this infused healing energy. Yes. But if they're doing it on their own, and like you said, I love how you say the North Star, you're just guiding them. They're in their own space doing it. It's not like, oh, I need this person. It's like this person is the helper, the mentor, the coach, they're, they're the guide, but it's not about that person when they come over or when I go over there. Because right away that shifts energy. When you go someplace else or somebody else comes, but when you're doing it yourself, I love how you put that. They're doing it themselves, and you're being that, that guide or that North Star. Um, it's very – I agree with you. It's much more empowering and impactful because that person really is creating that space. They're generating yeah, it their very minimal energy from us. They're generating it from mostly their own energy, their psychic energy. And they, right, and then they get to meet all the monsters along the way and all the angels along the way because, you know, sometimes people want me to be mean mommy, you know. They want me to, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> make them back. Like, I failed, tell me I failed. And, you know, it's. And, and when I'm not there, when they don't have to hide things or prepare for me, they just show up without a frenetic energy of, of tension and anxiety. They can just show up and just, mm. okay, I'm here. And it's so different, and it's on their terms. I don't think 
much in our lives we feel like we're allowed to claim our terms, especially our moms in the society, right? Your body houses another being, births another human, and then mm. for the rest of your life you are a part of you lives outside of you. <laughs> it's like, and, and it's really difficult. So I feel like this allows us to reclaim some space for ourselves, to do it in our own timetable. And what's beautiful is, like, I have people in the membership and I have people that I coach and you know, they will find out why they have clutter because that's the main objective is we're trying to figure out why it's serving you and, and while we're organizing. We use organizing as the catalyst for transformation as we do this deeper processing. But they will figure out their why, and the why is rarely, like, polite and sweet. It's rarely like, mm, because I like it this way. <laughs> it's always like, because yeah. I think I want to leave my husband, because I am not happy in this city, because I – you know, it's, these are big things. I, I mean, you have to look at the weight clutter causes. Um, there's something big under there creating that seismic shift. And so sometimes when I'm working with someone, they might take three months off, six months off, because they now have to either recalibrate their life or their mindset or shit. Like, we're talking, we're not talking about small changes. We're, I, my desire is that you will not have to struggle with clutter for the rest of your life and that you will be able to use it as a power, as a superpower, really. But that takes, you know, that's a, that's a big ask, and it's a brave thing. So I'm, I'm always in awe by the people that I work with because they are just so brave and powerful to be willing to walk this path and do the work that it takes to release themselves from this pattern of challenge. Now, when they do this, are, is, what is, well, where do you start with them, and how do you, how do you kind of get deep to what is gently okay because they have to trust me right so um i i like to offer like you know little little kisses little love kisses so even like for your listeners today i have a free a few free gifts for them that they can just kind of sample and start to put their toe in the water mm -hmm. um if they go to starhanson.com forward slash podcast they can get a copy of my book which has a lot of my philosophy they can take a quiz to find out what monster is hiding in their closet. But I always just say it's a gentle, you know, I want you putting that toe in and easing in. So we just have to start like kind of playing. And so like if I'm working with someone, I might have them organize something very small because we have this perception that if it's not a giant transformation where I do my entire house and garage and car and that it's yeah. not worth doing. And you have probably never been taught how to organize. Most of us have not been taught how to get organized. So first thing is I just want you to learn how to get organized. I have 10 steps for getting organized. I teach them to people. They're, you know, in the membership. There's a standalone course that they can take. But the 10 steps will basically teach you what you never got taught as a child about how to organize. So that's the first step because until you know how to organize, it's going to feel, you're going to keep crutching on the fact that you don't know how to organize and that's going to be your excuse. And organizing is quite simple. It's not easy, but it's simple. So I teach you the steps. You learn how to do it. We practice in some small, meaningful ways. Let you start to, like, learn how to juggle with just one ball. And then as mm. we're doing that, then I'm starting to explore, like, okay, great. What items are hard for, is it hard for you to start? Is it hard for you to finish? Mm. Is it hard for you to let go of things? Do you not know what to do when you get flooded with emotion, when you find the letter from your mom who passed away 10 years ago? Where do you get stuck? Mm -hmm. And then that's where we start to explore. And, again, in a gentle way, I am, I am so not here for, you know, one more pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Like, yeah, it I, doesn't work for me, and it, I don't want to ever do that with my clients. So I'm all about love and you moving at your pace. So 
always first insight and education, then curiosity for like, okay, where are you getting stuck and starting to explore um, and go from there. Mm. Wow. But I could see how you need kind of a guide because a lot of times people do get, you know, stuck in one part of the process. Yeah. You yeah, know, you kind of jump true. in. You know, so like, oh, I'm getting all this done. You just jump in, and then it's like, oh my God, it's, you know, it's taking longer than what I thought it was going to take. Oh, and there's so many things too. Like, so for example, I, I, in one of my classes, we came up with over 130 reasons, non-clutter related, why people experience clutter in their lives, and that's everything from. I want to save the world by making sure that this broken piece of furniture finds the right home to feeling, you know, like, like anxiety about not having things around you because you grew up with, in lack or scarcity or maybe you had a military family that traveled a lot. You know, there are so many deeper mm. reasons to why we have clutter, and, and most of us have not been actually listened to about that. And so my desire always is trying to help you discern what that is for you. And, again, we do that by looking at where the clutter is and what the clutter is, how it shows up in our lives, and then we start to see, because I am deeply interested in knowing your story, in knowing why the clutter has recurred, when it started, what's been happening, how it's serving you, because, you know, the narrative that you should be organized and if you're not, there's something wrong with you is flawed in so many ways, but it's also primarily just negating who you are as a being, and you deserve to be heard and loved and seen. And those of us who are healers, as you know, it's like that's our primary job. I just want you to be loved and live the best life you can and evolve your soul and just I'm here for that. You know, it's like and I'll do whatever it takes to get you there. Mm-hmm. Now, you keep saying, you've said a couple of times, so I'm kind of curious what um – not judging. I'm curious. Um, what area, right? <laughs> when you say what area and what does that mean? You're like you. So, so that sounds like that's important. Yeah. When you're mentioning a yeah, few times so, that the area means something. Yeah. So it's so it's basically like imagine like reverse feng shui, right? So it's mm-hmm. instead of where feng shui tells you what the house like the area that's being affected in the house. I'm looking at, like, the meaning that you make in the room. Like, for example, the kitchen. The kitchen is the center of love, nourishment, self-care, communication. So if you have some clutter in there, I'm going to be asking about your family dynamics. I'm going to be asking about your self-care, your nutrition, your relationship with your body, your relationship with your spouse. Like, I'm not talking only about, like, (laughs) you know, do you have time to eat? I'm also curious about maybe your office right, your work life, because kitchen often is an mm. overflow of our, you know, office space. Um, it's a major communication hub. I'm going to ask how your communication is with the people in your life and with yourself. And so to me, once I know the room, that changes everything. And it's not just the room that the clutter's in. It's also the room where the clutter came from. I had a client and her bedroom was disorganized but it was with items that came from the bathroom. Now, that is a very different conversation, right, because the bedroom is our self-care. It's our, you know, the place where we are the most, like, on our own. It's our identity with ourselves. It's our sexual relationship. Our partnership is there. But the bathroom, that is the space. That's the water room, right? So we're talking about emotions. We're talking about releasing toxicity. We're talking about comfort and soothing. And so bringing soothing items into the bedroom, I'm instantly wondering how that relationship is. Is she safe? Is Mm -hmm. she okay? And she wasn't. 
And the solve became like, because she couldn't leave the relationship, it wasn't something that she was able to do. And so it's like, okay, great. How do we give you comfort and soothing without having a ton of clutter from the bathroom? And once she determined what that was, which for her was getting a dog, that was a huge shift for her because she finally saw what was going on and she accepted, right? Like (laughs) I had a client last night on our membership call. I said, what would it take for you to unpack that box that is still unpacked in your, you know, bedroom three years after your move? And she started laughing. She said, a new house. And the whole call was rolling Mm -hmm. with laughter. And it was like, we have these like Herculean things that we put on ourselves when the truth is like, what if you just behave like you live in that house and you can unpack that box, give it away or move it to the attic and choose to not unpack it? What, what if you can just accept that you're in a relationship that's unhealthy but you can't leave? What would it look like to stand fully with all of your power in your life and make your choices based on that instead of hedging and waiting? Wow. I could see. So it's interesting that you're using what it means to them. And I, I don't know what this says about me, but I have always hated clutter. And at <laughs> growing up, my mom had a little cluttery pile near the phone. I was always mm-hmm. cleaning that up or I'd ask her, you know, do you need this? Oh, I'm going to read. And, and after a while, I would just start throwing it away. i just get rid of it. Yeah. And I was like, she, where did that go? You know, months later, you know, sometimes she'd ask, where is that? Um, maybe that's my control. I don't know. But I just, no, but I can feel well, the impact. You, I yes. can feel You're, the well, energy of clutter. Is, it, is yeah, that weird? Is that no, 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 no? You're here on the earth. A part of you is on the earth plane. A larger part of you is on spirit side. So, and that's me. Those of us who are largely on spirit side, we see a lot more behind this in plain sight. So you look at it and you know exactly what it is, and you're like, whoop. Because why would someone <laughs> suffer through this thing when obviously the answer is X, Y, and Z? So it's no, it's not strange to me at all. It's like because you're feeling the energy and you're like, these things don't belong. Like it's not a logical thing. Yeah, energetic. Exactly. Yeah. Or the other thing that I never understood was, and you mentioned it with the makeup. Yeah. And they say, I like you, I used to model and act, and they would say, the makeup artist, oh, you should only keep this for this long. It's like the makeup is not good for 20 some odd years, you know. Right. So totally. what is that when people like have all this product, they're buying, buying, buying more product, more product, and it's all jack, you know, and all kinds of. Um, gosh, star, I see why you want to do this. It feels, <laughs> it feels like it could be very freeing for people to kind of get into this, adjust this. Yeah. Well, and the truth, like so. If they don't see the deeper meaning of their clutter, no system they try is ever going to work. It's just the truth because you've got some, or it's going to be handed off to something else. Like then you're just going to move it to your body oh, or you're going to move it to your relationship or I love drinking. That. Or, yeah. Because you're doing, and if you figure yeah. out, yeah. And if Why you figure out what it is, any oh system will work. You can make, yeah. you can have my 10 steps work. Marie Kondo can work. Home edit Anyone can, but this is the thing that people aren't talking about that we need to know to be able to what's move beyond underneath. it. What's underneath? What's underneath? Yes, and it like melts away. And it's and and you know and yeah. people forget it's like you don't have to do this alone. Like you are in relationship with the universe. 
the universe is going to show you where it wants you to work. Like I will have people in the membership will be like, my basement flooded. That's my new priority. And they will get it done because their basement flooded. (laughs) Like you never know where the invitation is going to come from. Wow. Wow. I love that. Yeah. So you're getting to, if you're getting to the root cause, that makes sense. Because I do know a lot of people that have, quote, unquote, decluttered. Um, but it comes back or it comes back in different ways or other behaviors because they only looked at the cluttering or organizing as I need to clean this or I need to get rid of this or I need to declutter, but not like why do I have this this clutter or am I cannot be organized in this way? It's so common, the silver bullet look of life, right? And I do it. I just like things I'm working on in my own path in life, right? If I get organized, then I will be, life will be perfect. If I find the perfect man, then I will be happy. If I am at a certain weight, then I will be X, Y, Z. We have these unspoken, like, fantasies, heroic fantasies in our minds. And, yeah, like, the, living on those, it stops us from doing the great work. It's why, it's like, I, I've done over 30 TV shows, and that doesn't work. Mm. If you go back and visit those people later, like, there's times where yeah. I watch things I did on TV, and I'm embarrassed. I'm like, I am so, I want to go back and give them a hug because I was young. I was doing what I was told. I thought I was doing what was right. I tried to act with as much integrity. But, like, this is such a deep process. Like, I always say, you know, organizing is like open-heart surgery of the heart through mm-hmm. the home. Like, it's so deep. And, it's, and this is also why it's really dangerous for people to come in and just, like, organize someone's space when they're not home or do it for them. It's an incredible violation because you are essentially wow. putting your energy in somebody else's journey. Yeah. It really is. There is that deeper meaning. Um, okay, now Jackie is saying in the chat, I definitely feel the energy from clutter. Uh, when it's yeah. my husband, it makes a pit in my stomach. In the kitchen, it makes me feel anxious. Yeah. Now that's so kitchens, again, yeah. nourishment, right? Like, yeah. And it's interesting that the so okay so what I we're gonna just go with this from a practical level first. Like we are not we we often do not marry our doppelganger. <laughs> not often. I mean right. sometimes yes you can find yeah. a twin flame and that's lovely and also torturous. Most people time. don't. But yeah, yeah, most people don't, and there's a reason for you know it's like yeah sometimes we marry someone who's in contrast to us. So like for example, you might have someone who is very neat and tidy. Maybe they just like neat and tidy, or maybe they actually have been diagnosed with OCD then oftentimes that person can be paired with someone who's vibrant and energetic and magical, like maybe someone who's maybe been diagnosed with ADHD. And so you've got two very different living styles in that home, and I'm talking about kind of two polar opposites at this point, but it's a good illustration. So the person who may have been diagnosed with OCD, they need somewhere in the house that can be perfectly clean and organized and controlled. The person with ADHD needs somewhere to allow that beautiful, chaotic, creative side to just unfurl and stay unfurled. Because if, if you look at a lot of people who have, you know, ADHD, there's like a, there's a whole creative thing that happens for them when they explode and then they reorganize and they explode and reorganize. They need that. And then you've got to have spaces in the home where they are neutral, where nobody gets to micromanage. And that's how you maintain a healthy relationship when you've got very different um, lifestyle strategies in the home, you know, because you have to honor and respect both people because the person with ADHD does not 
they don't want to be disorganized. They don't want to cause you chaos. But this is how their brain works. And telling them that they're wrong just makes them feel more ashamed, and it actually makes it worse. And same, you know, on the opposite side, if you give someone a hard time for being so organized, you're shaming them versus saying, like, okay, great, how do we make a life where both people are allowed to be who they are? Right. Yeah. It's so true. I always say that's that's God's little joke on us is that usually it's somebody, the people that we most get along with, they have some key differences. Yes. <laughs> no we matter, like the contrast. No, the contrast, well, and, and yeah. Was, the soul is like, isn't this interesting? Yeah. This is fun. Contrast. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, you know, it's like, and one of the things that I find fascinating, I was just traveling for work, and the woman that I was working with, her kids and her spouse came in, and they were like, well, how much have you gotten rid of? And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That is not how we measure success. Like, because in their mind, unless the house was a minimalist, it was a failure. And so she basically right. kept falling off the wagon because she couldn't win with them. So I tell people, mm-hmm. if, you are, if you have a loved one who is struggling with clutter, they do not need you to tell them that they are struggling with clutter. I promise you, they know it. Right? They don't need that insight from you, right? Tough love is not going to be helpful in this scenario. Asking them how much they got rid of or when they're going to do it or, you know, following up and minding their business is not helpful. What is helpful? Like, in fact, doing that makes them hold onto their clutter tighter or get more of it because oftentimes clutter is a security blanket and safety for people. So if you really want to help your loved ones, you can ask them what kind of support they want. You can ask them, did you find anything cool when you were organizing today? Did you think of any interesting stories about your life that I don't know based on the clutter that you would want to share? Half my job as an organizer is is being present to people's history and stories. And so your loved ones don't need you to remind them they're disorganized. They need you to take a genuine interest in their life and what they're discovering about Mm -hmm. themselves. And that in many ways is way more helpful to them than than judgment, shame, or, you know, like hyper-control about the state of their spaces. Yeah, it's interesting what we find, um, what we need. I remember years ago with uh, my fiancé at the time, I, he had everything was so, mo- and I loved it, modern, contemporary, but I was like, we need some pillows we need some pill- my Taurus moon was like we need some Warm, pillows please. and brought, I'll never forget I brought in some beautiful uh, rocks and some crystals and one of his friends was like why are these rocks in the house and I'm like it's art <laughs> I was like it's I love art. it <laughs> oh my gosh oh my gosh oh, now, that makes me Star, so happy Right? I mean, he got used and he kind of liked it. I'm like, yeah, and let's put a little throw. You know, we don't have to have the throw blanket yeah. always, in, you know, in perfectly the... Perfectly folded on the corner. Perfectly <laughs> folded, yeah, or well, it wasn't even allowed folded. He had it put away. Oh, if you want, I go, I don't want to go to the drawer, get it out, open it. I want it on the, you know, thrown nicely on the, on the sofa. Yes, uh, exactly. <laughs> right. Um, now, we did have another question. What about, speaking of relationships, when you ha- your spouse or significant other um, is, a, is a bit of a, the cluttery type, yeah. right? Yeah. So you want to give them somewhere that they're safe to clutter, right? And you want to have, like, some good boundaries around what that looks like. Like, you are allowed to be unfurled in this space. Like, not allowed. You can't, like, grant someone else, but, like, Take the time to really communicate with them. Like they probably have had a life of judgment and shame 
right? And so feeling like they probably get really defensive the minute you bring it up. Oh, they're going to tell me I have to get rid of it. They're going to tell me I'm a mess. And they already tell. So the biggest thing to remember is. Do you think they know already? Or do they they, just think? Oh, times 20. Oh, no, they know. Okay. They know. And they're 20 times meaner to themselves about it than you could ever possibly be. So if you have ever said to your loved one, like, this house is a mess. They think that every time they walk in. They And not only that, but they pair it with, what a loser. I can't believe I can't get this together. What's wrong with me? They go on a downward spiral probably several times a day. So that's not where mm. the help comes from, right? Like, So you mm-hmm. want to, like, start off by, again, this curiosity is the first step, which is sitting down with them and saying, I heard this <laughs> I heard this woman on the podcast today, and she was talking about clutter, and it got me thinking. And I think I've been really judgmental about your clutter, and I'm really sorry. I would really love to be supportive of you if this is something that you want to shift in your life. And if this, and if you're happy with how it is, I also want to know I'd really love us to be advocates and allies in this instead of feeling like we're on opposite sides. Wow. Now I'm wondering, could sometimes people be maybe part, a little stubborny, like because if you don't get them as if you're not coming at it as like an ally, could part of it be that they just – like a control, does that figure for in? Sure. Control mechanism. Yeah, I'm wondering about that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I so I think like I know control has been one of my many false gods in my life. Where it's you know like if I think if I can have things a certain way, then I will be okay. And so yeah, for sure. I think one of the best things to think, to remember is that we're all little kids when we're in our wounding. And so whether this person is in control or in insecurity it's still a child who's, who's driving the bus. And we don't want a child to drive the bus. We want a grown-up to drive the bus, your highest self, your, you know, your, your soul self who's done the work. And we don't get a child from behind the wheel by ripping them out because they're just going to throw a temper tantrum, hold onto the wheel even tighter. Again, we do it by being as kind as we can, you know, because that mm-hmm. person, like, so when I think of that, I think of the trauma responses, right, where it's like if someone is operating in control day-to-day, can you imagine what happened to them that made them think that they had to make sure that the world ran according to their own design? They're not doing that because they think, you know, they know best. They may disillusion themselves to thinking that they know best, but mostly there's a child who thinks that the world is going to fall down if they don't control it. Um, And so Mm. for me, the antidote is always love. It's curiosity. It's love. It's genuine concern. It's genuine interest. And knowing that, like, yeah, if you go to that person and acknowledge their wound – they might snap at you. They might not change. They may not change for five years, but is that the point of our relationships? It's not. Like, if you're in a relationship to change the person, you probably shouldn't be in that relationship, right? This is like we, you know, we're about growing and healing and evolving with each other. And so whether it's control or whether it's, you know, chaos or insecurity or whatever might be going on, like for me, love and curiosity are the antidote every time. Wow, and and but you do see by this approach that there can be change. Yeah, because that Big would be time. hard to live with I mean, somebody. I've not ever lived with somebody that's overly cluttery. Um, yeah. So I don't know. That would be difficult. That yeah, and be... you have to pick. You got to pick your poison. I mean, there are yeah. certain uh, environmental situations that I am not interested in living with, right? Based on my own history right. and past, like. If it's too close to something I've already lived with, I'm probably not that interested in it, you know. So, and like right. we get to choose that because we get to choose who we're around. But but yeah, like I mean, I've I've helped couples who 
the wife had a lot of clutter, the husband didn't, or he perceived that he didn't. I've never met anyone who wasn't co co-cluttering. They just might be a little softer about it. Um, mm-hmm. But she was ready to leave him. When she called me, I knew that first day, I was like, ooh, this woman wants to be able to call a U-Haul and leave in 24 hours. And it took us two years to organize the house, and she was dealing with a partner who had a lot of very negative things to say, a lot of, you know, like, like oh, we'll see if this mm-hmm. stays organized, and not so friendly things. And in the end of two years, the two of them were better than ever because through the process of organizing, they learned where they needed more support. They acquired that support. She learned to have her voice more. She didn't need to say it with her stuff. She could say it with her her voice. And they're happy. They're in love. They travel now. They enjoy each other's company. Like, you just never know the gifts that are hiding in your clutter. And that's really the beauty of this journey. Wow. That's that's amazing. That it, I mean, I knew it was transformative, but I didn't know it was that um, transformative. Yeah, you know, it's, I mean, I never get messages saying my my kitchen is still organized or my garage is still organized. I get, thank you for giving me my life back. Thank you for helping me love my you know my job again or my partner again or like I never knew I could have a relationship with my with my child again. Like, or thanks for helping me make peace with you know, this, that, like that, and that's what I'm in it for. Like, your clutter is not the point. The clutter is the tool um, that takes you to the life that you are wanting to create. Mm. That's another good post. <laughs> post it. away all these posts. You can <laughs> I post, post like crazy. Did, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I love what you said, too, about the, um, it's never, what did you say? It's never about your clutter, or you never know what's underneath that the clutter, clutter, what, yeah. Yeah, there's there's that's always a gift hiding in your clutter. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. That's a... I do. I just believe people's genius A lot of people don't talk about that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm like the anti-organizer. Like, I'm like last night in class, yeah. I was like, keep your boxes there. It's fine. And it was like the opposite conversation. But, like, much like you when you got rid of those piles of your mom's, like, I'm not looking at the stuff, and even if I work in someone's home, I don't, I'm not a left brain person. I don't strategize the 10 steps it's going to take to get there and have it. I'm feeling energy, and in energy, there's no lot. <laughs> like, there's no real logic in energy. Yeah. It's like, there's like, so I'm like, I'm moving, you know, it's like, it seems like you're taking the longer route when the truth is it might actually be 20 times shorter or actually effective versus the, you know, shorter route, which may yield no results. So it's, I don't know. I love to play in the energy and I love to help people awaken and trust themselves because I think those who have struggled with clutter somewhere along the line, we learn to not trust ourselves. And to me, this is just such Mm -hmm. a beautiful journey to trust ourselves, but also to discover our genius hiding in the clutter. Wow. Profound. Gosh, let everybody know, um, Star, where they can find you and about the book. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Michelle and Star. People love this. They're going to definitely ask this question. Yeah, because Sue's clearing out her mom crossed over. She's, she was asking mm. the questions, why did she collect all this stuff? But she's yeah. going to ask herself that question and clearing out her own stuff. I think that's very powerful. Yeah. And, and you know, it's, we were talking about this in class last night, like it's, you know, our kids are rarely, they might be a little frustrated that there's a lot of stuff to go through, but even that questioning, you're wondering about who your mom is and you're learning about her in a way you would have never known her um, when she was alive. You know, it's like we, it, I don't know, it's just, it's such a beautiful journey. Um, if people want to jump in and kind of put their toe in the, 
in the pool, as I mentioned earlier, they can go to starhanson.com forward slash podcast. And my name, my last name is, is spelled H-A-N-S-E-N. Um, and they can get a free copy of my book, Why the F Am I Still Not Organized, which goes into the meaning of the rooms, the meaning of the stuff. They can start to, like, explore that themselves. Um, they can also start to do a which monster is hiding in your closet clutter quiz um, and just, just begin to wow. start seeing some progress and start to exploring. Yeah, <laughs> that's a fun one. Wow. That's pretty, yeah. That's pretty you know, powerful. It's like you're such a lovely human. I mean, like your callers and your listeners, I know that they know this, but you are such a, a lovely human. It's such a, a treat to be connecting with you today. Oh, thank you. Well, you brought so much, so much great energy. Thank and you. I love, I thought I was interested because I was seeing the psychological component. Then you came up with this whole other, like, holistic 5D realm. I'm like, whoa, this is like amazing. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. it's kind of you've re-inspired because I've been I did like a, like I said a big cleanse and clear out, and then I did another one where uh, now I have to decide where I want to put stuff back in and what I want to keep. And then I was out of town for a couple weeks, and I came back, and I'm like, oh, but now I'm like excited, like, oh, good, you get to organize this and decide what you're getting rid of. It, it has a deeper meaning than just getting rid of stuff. Well, I love cu- that. Yeah, and curate your spaces, right? Like imagine if it's a play, it's a playground, right? Like we do the organizing playground. Imagine if it's a playground instead of a chore. Like organizing, yeah. it's like, like you're basically rerouting your life based on what you surround yourself with. That's cool. That's like, then it's not about what well, is this valuable and did I use it enough or am I a loser for still having this? And it's about like, is this coming with me to where I'm going? Like, it, it becomes Ooh, I like a live journey. With yeah, like where it's going. like a curation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, love it, love it, love it. <laughs> All right, Star, this is great. So um, oh. I have to have you back on, too, and we're going to be doing something on YouTube but because I, I think it, that could be fun as well. Just love what you love. That. I've never, you know, I've. You know, I've been doing this for a while, and even when I uh, modeled, in, I was based in Chicago. I had a, a talk show, Fashion and Beauty. And so I interviewed a lot of professional organizers and clutterers, and I've got to tell you, not the only thing one touched upon was cluttered mind, cluttered house, cluttered mind, cluttered office, cluttered mind. That always stuck with me. It's so ever... as It killed me. <laughs> I know, but that was the only thing that closely even inches in approximation to – it, the deeper work, you know, we, the, the meaning yeah, and it's because the energy. Speak in sound bites. Yeah, I mean, it's because, like, especially when we're doing interviews, we speak in sound bites. We have to say quickly and punchy, but, like, it's so much more complicated and beautiful. And, like, well, yeah, yeah, cluttered mind, cluttered house for sure, but also cluttered, yeah. cluttered home creative mind, cluttered home invitation for deeper nurturing. Like, there, there's so many other options. Yeah, there's a lot there. And, and the yeah, fact that it's, like, so. it's, it's never about the – I love that. It's never just about the clutter. It's never about the clutter. It's always a gift hiding in your clutter. I'm posting this because that is so true. Always. Thank you. And, and I think that's oh. going to make people, you know, like you said, less judgy, but also yes. more apt to do something. Yeah, and they're going to change their lives in the process. They won't just get a clean and organized kitchen. They're going to get – a deeper relationship, a stronger, 
I don't know, retirement. Uh, I mean, it's like a financial abundance, like whatever it is that's on the other side of that need, they're going to get that. And it's, I mean, I would take that any day of the week, these whole life transformations over an organized space. I don't want my house to look like a Whole Foods or a Target, like, man, give yeah. me something juicy and living and happy and joyful. Wow. Love that. Love that. Oh, my gosh. Well, thank you again. Thank you so much. Thank and, you. Um, give me the email, uh, the, rather the website one more time, yeah. and then starhanson.com. All of it's there for you guys. So it's starhanson.com, and it's H-A-N-S-E-N, forward slash podcast. And they can okay, go onto my great. site, and there's even more free resources. They can go. They can download 30 things if they want to today. Okay. Okay, so I'm just telling Jacqueline, put in the description box that the link. Yes, perfect. Oh, she copied it in. Okay, great. Perfect. All right. <laughs> great, Star. Awesome. Well, you Thank have you a so much, Michelle. Next steps, whatever is that unfolding. I okay. will, yeah, take you care. too. I will. Thank you. Thank I'll you. take care. Bye. <laughs> Bye. All right, everyone, that was great. Oh, my gosh. Worth a re-listen. What a whole amazing concept. Now I am reinvigorated and inspired to get through my stuff so I can get back to my sofa because I have piles of what am I keeping, what am I getting rid of, and I lost a little steam, but now I got the steam coming back, coming back. All right, gang. Oh, love you all so much. Uh, Please, please, please subscribe on YouTube, Soul Insights and Tarot, as well as um, Awakenings with Michelle Mache. Also, Instagram, come join me, connect on Instagram, come to Threads, say hi, let me know you listen, let me know how you're awakening, let me know how you found Awakenings podcast, let me know what you're doing in your life, I really want to know. Best way to do that is in the comments, whether YouTube or um, Threads or Instagram, Obviously, if you're part of the Patreon Soul Path community, you can let me know there. But let me know how you're doing. Also, let me know any um, topics any that you want covered. Um, also, any guest suggestions, like you've got to have this person on or I, whatever. So we're going to be doing some panels. We're going to be doing some of the stuff I did in the early days of Awakenings podcast. I've been doing this podcast for quite a long time. I know the market is like oversaturated, but I did, I've been doing this, I don't know, 2007, 2008. Um, but I, I was always just a fun and kind of, you know, community-based, but I'm going to be harnessing this more and putting it in a, in a broader spectrum. So if you have anything that you want to share, just let me know. Email awakeningspodcast at gmail.com or connect at soulplayground.com. All right, Los. Um, oh, Jackie, thank you. Jackie's helping me with this too. I emailed you the rubric. Thank you for the other platform. Thank you, Jackie. All right, guys, I really love you a lot. Have a beautiful week. I'll see you next week, or I'll see you when I see you. And as always, continue to shine your light, share your insights, and keep awake. I'm Awakenings broadcast every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Archive shows available on iTunes. For continued awakened conversations and insights, join the Awakenings group on Facebook. And check out Michelle's blog at soulplayground.com. And keep awake. Are you